The Tao of Self-Confidence, episode 858. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and I have an amazing lady on the show today. Start the new year off right. She's the founder of Global Bookshelves, and I'm super excited to have her on today. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Janan Sarwar. Janan, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Yes. Thank you so much, Sheena. Happy New Year. I, as she mentioned, I'm Janan. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a pharmacist. I'm a publisher. And I'm a mother of three daughters. I live in Louisville, Kentucky. And in 2021, I left my career of eight years in publishing and became an entrepreneur and founded Global Bookshelves International, which is an independent publishing house that focuses on diversity, equity, and inclusion in content and voices from around the world. It's been an honor and it's so pleasant to be here on your show. Thank you. Oh, well, thanks for sharing that. And it's so great to have you on the show today. And Janan, what's your cultural background? I am Bengali American. I was born and raised in the United States, and my parents are both from Bangladesh. Thanks for sharing that. And what'd be your favorite self-confidence quote? So the quote that I love is, it says this, the world is a vehicle for you. If you drive it, it will deliver you to your destination. If it drives you, you will be destroyed. And this has been attributed to Al-Hassan al-Brasri. And when I picture this quote, I actually imagine an individual being a driver of a vehicle going around the world in control of their destination. And the opposite of if we allow the world, that is the opinions, experiences of others to drive us, we, com- we become lost. So it's this concept of who's in control, who controls our emotions. We do. We shouldn't compare ourselves to others and blame others. That's really why it's my favorite quote. I love that, especially as an Asian woman, right? We're, we're always, we always feel like we're being controlled by everybody else, right? We're afraid of sharing our feelings. You know, we're told all our lives how to live. Uh, you know, it's basically you go to school, get a job, get married, never rock the boat, right? And really we have our own, we can control our own destiny. Yes, there are certain factors where, you know, things just happen and we really have no control out of it, but we can still figure out how we can keep moving forward, right? Because we're always going to go through challenges and roadblocks, but in the end, it's up to us to go out there and make things happen. So I really love that quote that you mentioned. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? It's a beautiful question. Thank you. You know, I believe self-confidence is comparing oneself to your own benchmarks. As you were just saying, comparing We compare ourselves or we consider what is prescribed for what we should be doing. But being able to trust in yourself, in your own decisions, and believe truly that the perspective that you have is unique, that is what true self-confidence is, in my words. Thanks for sharing that great definition. And Janan, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? You know, before I felt scared to speak up. I felt 
like I had to know the right answer before I wanted to say something in, in group settings and contributing somewhere. Oftentimes I found myself as the only person in a room with my, maybe it was my cultural background or my religious background or age, you know, so many of these labels that label who we are. And I felt that I didn't have the confidence to share my perspective because there was something that was the right answer. And I had to go to a certain source to say the right thing. That was my life before. I felt limited by what I knew because I wasn't part of the group that was the majority. Thanks for sharing that. That's, I think, something we can all feel, we mostly feel like, right? Especially, I know you're from Kentucky, so I'm pretty sure it's not as diverse as, as certain states or certain cities in the US. And sometimes we feel small because maybe we're the only person in the room that looks different, right? And we try our best to assimilate to Western culture when really we can, we're, we can, we're born to stand out. And it just takes confidence out there to show up as your authentic self, to go out there and be the person that you are today. And what was that moment in your life when you realized you were more than enough to go out there and make things happen, especially, you know, being as an entrepreneur, doing something different. I mean, that's, it's really scary, right? To go out there and do something on your own, to leave something comfortable, to do something uncomfortable. And so what was that aha moment that gave you the confidence to go out there and, you know, be an entrepreneur, do something on your own, create your own destiny? Absolutely. It was not an overnight thing at all. It took time, but I would say I went from being limited by feeling like an outsider, feeling like I was doing the wrong thing. I like to, again, try to visualize this for those listening, this concept of there's a school of fish swimming one way. And I always felt like I was that one fish swimming the other way, the opposite direction. And I thought that I was wrong, but it was, it was someone else seeing that throughout my life, throughout this journey that I'd led, I was always swimming the other way. And that's what was getting me noticed, actually. That uniqueness allowed me to feel empowered. It was someone else saying, you know what? You are doing your own thing. You've been with all the fish. You know, you've taken, you fall. I, I mentioned I'm a pharmacist. I'm, a, I'm publishing books now. How does that make sense? I followed my heart. I love books. I'm still interested in pharmacy. I still consider myself a pharmacist. Being able to bring those unique aspects of being organized, being understanding of different healthcare professions and health concerns and health conditions and integrating it with what I do. That's a unique perspective I have, right? So being able to see that someone else saw in me, you know what, Janan, what you're doing, not many other people have done. And that's an asset. And it really, that's what shifted. Before I used to say, oh my goodness, I'm doing this really strange thing in publishing as a pharmacist. I made the wrong decision. I felt very trapped and stuck. And then to the mindset shift of, you are the only one doing this. When you go to a different space and you share what you've done, you can offer a perspective very few people have. It is scary. It is risky. But being able to shift my mind into thinking that that was an asset rather than a hindrance of my career really empowered me to take these slow steps. Although I'm doing things very untraditional, non-traditional, now it's quite normal. And those who know me and who are meeting me, it makes sense when they hear my journey. So it's, it's beautiful. It takes time. And I'm happy to be able to share with others about my experience. 
I love that. And, you know, especially as being a trailblazer, that's what it's all about, you know, being the first person stepping out there, not knowing what the outcome is going to be, but you know, what you're doing is going to make a difference, you know, not just for yourself, but for others out there, especially when it comes to publishing in, in, in diversity, right? There's still very little diversity in the publishing world. You know, if we want to see the representation that we want, it really, it really has to start with ourselves, right? Going out there, showing up, being the voice, being that role model so that others can see what is possible for themselves. And so, you know, for you, the, for you, that makes you a trailblazer because you're that first one going out there. It's kind of like when I first started podcasting, there was hardly any Asian people podcasting, right? And I thought, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then I said, I'm going to do it, right? And now look how many you know Asian podcasters are there and still doing it. So I really love that. And because of that, what's your life been like now? You know, now I'm less afraid to share my opinions, share my perspectives, even if I'm not sure I'm 100% right of what I'm saying, my perspective, my voice is valid. It is fine to share my perspective because I own that and no one can take that away. So I would say after this discovery, after this aha moment, it's given me the confidence that we're talking about to be bold, to continue on and to stay strong to what I believe in. I love that. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What'd be that one tip you would give to her? Self-reflect. Know who you are. I read a quote recently that stated, if you know yourself, then you will not be harmed by what is said about you. So much of what we think in our minds can be created by this imposter syndrome. You know, we're swimming in this sea of imposter syndrome that's related to self-doubt and self-criticism because we're thinking about what other people are thinking or what we're, we're supposed to, again, that word I mentioned earlier, comparison, comparison of where we're supposed to be or we're expected to be in our life. If you really get to know who you are, let go of these expectations and have that self-confidence and perspective of being perceptive of who we are and what defines us internally rather than what's externally expected, then you can start to really create your own journey. And that's knowing who you are. So that's my big step and recommendation. Know yourself. Thanks for sharing those great tips. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? On LinkedIn, I'm the only Janan Sarwar that will be in the show notes, I'm sure. And my website is janansarwar.com as well as globalbookshelves.com. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you and be on your show today. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Janan, you can also head on over to the taubselfconfidence.com and search for Janan's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Janan today for taking the time to share her story and wisdom and tips on self-confidence. So thank you so much again, Janan, for being on the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Not a problem. It was an honor having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. You can order your copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up Book by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. 
your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.